I'll put a link to this track in the description. This is Symbia Auto Hookser Revolution. Specifically for this podcast. Which again, this is about breaking down the news in a way that's beyond partisan. I mean, really, it's post-media. This is the only true post-media critique to be found. Uh, We don't contain any kind of perceptual bias. Forget left and right. We're not confused about what is real and fake. And that is what differentiates us and our analysis from everything else out there. So let's go ahead and get started. Uh, I'll just go right down the list here. The main story of the day, and I will be live talking about this tonight, is this. Uh, John McAfee is alive, and he will be releasing his Dead Man Switch tonight, right about midnight or so, so July 23rd, 2021. Uh, Quote, I would describe myself as quite sane and lucid, which is why I'm still alive. Now that's a direct quote from McAfee's own Telegram channel. So I've been following everything here. It says here, my Discord server is live and running in case Telegram takes on too much water this weekend. Have you seen the weather? Looks like a storm is brewing. Nothing can stop it. 74 hours, John McAfee. 125,000 people had seen that post as as of the time that I had screen capped it. So his Telegram, which has about 80,000 people, is where he's posting updates as they happen. Now, he's been promoting a video on a website called BritBongLogPost.com. It's on the site. And it's down at the moment. But I went ahead and harvested all the content that was on there. I grabbed all the links. So it leads to this. Extreme Ways Op Presidency by Rusty Shackleford. And it's a YouTube live stream that is uh, scheduled to begin in... I think a few months. So it's scheduled far into the future. But this is where we're being directed. And judging by the comments, there are many, many in the chat expecting this so-called dead man switch to be released. Now it goes on to say, um, again, he's teasing something big. And that's the whole point here. Quote, the blockchain is immutable, a permanent record etched into the keystone. As waters recede, riverbeds reveal the hour is upon us this is from Teresa and Marie on Twitter uh, McA's dead man switch website updated with an image of a mine in Sierra Leone it's owned by Koidu Holdings anyway it is about a diamond mine some kind of picture I have a link to his telegram if anyone here wants to follow it it's actually McAfee Afterlife And here's McAfee Afterlife's 113th post. I have opened the floodgates, Patriots, 31 terabytes encrypted, Epstein traded, archive. If faith, prayer, and God variables factored at an exponential rate, tango down, nothing can stop what's coming, John McAfee. Now, nothing can stop what's coming is a QAnon thing. It's a QAnon acronym. Nothing can stop what's coming. So let me go ahead and go to the most updated news on this, and this was about an hour ago. His Telegram account posted the letter Q with some Facebook metadata code. The same thing that was on the Instagram account 30 minutes after he supposedly died. Uh, I don't know what 
the family has to say about this. I haven't figured out what their role is, but his wife was saying that the suicide note was fake, but obviously she's running a misinformation campaign or she's in on it. Zarek says, can I have an update on what is happening in the world, please? Right, well, this is the thing. In seven hours, everything that was being teased by the QAnon crowd for the last couple of years, few years, will supposedly be released. Let's see what some of the other eager QAnoners are saying. Well, it's actually from all over the world. I can't read all of them. Uh, Dead Man Switch, Trump won, nothing can stop what's coming. This video is going to premiere on the fourth anniversary of Where We Go One, We Go All. Epstein Island. Okay, so you're looking at a trailer for this live stream, and it's footage of Epstein Island. And I'm pretty divided over this whole thing. You know, as far as I know, Dollar Vigilante went to Epstein Island, and the temple was made out of cardboard. It was just a movie set. So we'll see. It says, go to the original official McAfee on Telegram. Yeah, so somebody's using the Telegram account. Countdown initiated says YouTube addiction. Uh, Robert says, all I can say is this is the biggest mind F by McAfee. Read the rest of the video's description on Rusty's channel. It has all of the dead man switch passwords. So I'm gonna leave it at that for now. But in about six or seven hours, I'll be live following this and if anything happens, uh, you will be the first to know. Another reason to join the Patreon for $2 a month. You'll be the first to know about everything. Again, he says, as the waters recede, riverbeds reveal. And that's just a few hours away. So let's go ahead and move on. A little quote by Frederick Nietzsche. Uh, there's, there's no facts, only interpretations. We live in a post-fact realm, and I think we know that. Competing factions of wizards, and all of them are just trying to ignore those of us who aren't spellbound. Uh, let's see, predictable internet outages, nothing surprising there. I don't know if it's connected to this. Outage, internet company issues fix as Home Depot, UPS, Delta, and other major websites go down. You know, what are the odds? We have Klaus Schwab talking about, well, we should expect that the internet's gonna go down, and then it happens. The military. Now I gotta play this too, since we're talking about QAnon again. We've got Lynn Wood, one of the main QAnon agitators out there, uh, furiously wagging his arm. And you gotta see this guy's gesticulations. And he's going out there just beating the same drum, get ready for a lot of, uh, I think, resentment over the election results to manifest in something. They're organizing based on this. So here's Lynn Wood saying that the military is behind Trump who is still our president. The military of this country stands behind Donald Trump. He is still the president of the United States of America. Put it on tape. Send it to whoever's at the White House. Let them know we know the people. We know that he won it. The military of the... So there you have it. One of my favorite agitators. I don't know his intentions. But now everything seems to be... I mean, maybe this is just a coincidence. The but everything seems to be lining up. So here's a video of Joe Biden... And I believe he's being interviewed. This is some sort of a CNN live event. And a couple of things. One, when I look at Biden, I mean, that forehead, it looks like an it looks like a mask. I'm sorry. It looks like somebody has a forehead attachment. It's a mask. I don't know who's wearing it. 
Or maybe that's just him. Um, I do think that the way he's he's aged, the way he's postured, he kind of reminds me of George Carlin at this stage. So here's your hologram in chief. But what he says here is kind of bizarre. It's like he inadvertently admits something that he shouldn't admit. And you see a little bit of Duper's delight here before he talks about it. So let me go ahead and play your uh, hologram in chief and his bizarre comments about drinking blood. Again, this is your president. Uh, well, supposedly. Depends on who you listen to. Not that I ever get in trouble. <laughs> Not that I ever get in trouble. <laughs> As you've heard me say before, no one ever doubts I mean what I say. The problem is I sometimes say all that I mean. <laughs> and, uh, but all kidding aside, I have faith in the American people. I really do to ultimately get to the right place. And by the way, many times Republicans are in the right place. I don't mean... Okay, now he's talking about rhetoric and everything, but now here's where he gets into the Q thing. QAnon. The idea that the Democrats or the Biden is hiding people and sucking the blood of children. The idea that the Democrats or the Biden is hiding people and sucking the blood of children. And All right, anyway, that's uh, live on CNN. Just kind of strange that he would say that. No, I'm serious. You may not like me, but... So, anyway, I think they're asking for tolerance. Let's be a little more tolerant to the, the vampires among us. Happy anniversary to the hoax in Oslo. Anders Breivik, CGI killer, who really was the inspiration for the Christchurch shooter, who was the inspiration, or rather, the, the reason for the retaliatory shooting at King Supers on 322. I mean, these events are so well integrated. Nazi Breivik killed 77 on this day in 2011. Now, this is the one who released a manual, like a little booklet. And it was one of these right-wingers who was anti-immigrant, so he was retaliating against the Labor Party. A recycled story, you probably heard it, but there's some interesting connections between Breivik, Christchurch, and King Supers, and finally, the parlor shooting. The parlor shooter, the one who shot those parlors up in Atlanta, well, that's templated off of the Christchurch shooting. All of these are worth looking at. I just like to point out the hoax adversaries because they like to use these to draw attention to these things in case you miss them. Okay, so let's continue. We're waiting on an update from McAfee. And in the meantime, the internet shutdown thing is constantly resurfacing. Now that incident has been mitigated. The outage today has already been mitigated. Now here's an oldie but this is actually something that doesn't surprise me and I think is relevant today. This is from May 5th, 1983. Household contact may transmit AIDS. Chicago, the mysterious and deadly AIDS disease may be transmitted by routine, close contact, and family households, doctors say. Acquired immune deficiency syndrome, a breakdown of the body's ability to fight infection begins with, it goes on with the symptoms, like we're all very familiar. We lived through that PSYOP. But I came across a number of very curious articles uh, discussing how, according to some experts like Dr. Fauci, uh, routine contact spreads it, that children are AIDS super spreaders. You know, like you just walk through a playground and you could probably catch it if one of those kids was in contact with somebody who has um, 
the virus or the, the HIV. Uh, it says here, each child had in common household exposure to one or more individuals from groups with known risk factors. Uh, the present epidemic of AIDS was described as taking... This is really insane stuff. I don't want to get banned for medical misinformation, but it's funny that it's their information. It says, in an editorial, Dr. Anthony Fauci of the National Institute of Health said, AIDS has a death rate of at least 50%, possibly as high as 75 to 100, with doubling the number of patients each month. He says, quote, the finding of AIDS in children who are household contacts of patients with AIDS, with a risk of AIDS, has enormous implications with regards to the ultimate transmissibility of this syndrome. So there's Dr. Fauci 33 years ago or something. Same gig. You know, they just knock on the coffin, wake these vampires up and say, hey, we need you again. We've got another gig. Most of the people who were affected by you know, him originally probably don't remember. I mean, I, I grew up, you know, I remember learning about AIDS and being afraid of, uh, you know, sinks and water fountains and everything. They do their best, I think, to scare people. And then they walk it back. But the damage is already done. All right, let us move on. Again, subscribe below if you haven't. You don't want to miss the live stream when we uncover whatever it is that they're doing with this dead man switch. I don't know. I'm, I remain skeptical, but it is the official telegram and everything, quote, seems legit. Uh, Lil Uzi Vert, this is the individual, the rapper, who put the $24 million diamond in his forehead. And his name is obviously some kind of play on Lucifer, I believe. Uh, he's buying a planet. He's going to be the first human to legally own a planet, and this has been revealed in a conversation between him and Grimes. And so the planet that he's purchasing is bigger than Jupiter. It's called Wasp-17b, and it's, a, and it's an exoplanet, and it's basically a big ball of gas like Jupiter. It says, between this and the $24 million diamond that he bought to insert into his forehead, Nobody knows what could be next for the hip-hop superstar. We've known for a while he was out of this world, but we never would have predicted that he would be buying his own planet. So you have an image of the planet that he's buying. Now, my theory on this is that all of these planets are actually planetations. They're habitats beneath the ground. And I think if you have enough money, look, if you can afford to, to spend $24 million on jewelry, you can probably buy yourself your own personal Disneyland. And they'll say, yeah, it's a planet. You get there through this rocket. And it's probably all facilitated through subterranean hyperloops. That's my working theory. And I got that from watching Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. But it's true. Uh, according to Grimes, documentation almost complete for a little Uzi Vert to legally claim Wasp-127b. This is huge. The first human to legally own a planet. And that's Grimes, of course. And, you know, she, she was trending right now. In fact, she's trending. And it's because she's complaining about not having, enough, not having enough cash. Grimes says, I need to get out of the gatekeeping of indie music. And I need money for videos, ETC, ha ha. Contrary to public belief, my BF doesn't fund my career. Now, is Musk her BF? or husband. I mean, it's none of my business, I guess, but I mean, I'm not even sure. You know, I, I 
thought their kid was 3D printed at first, but now it kind of looks like them. Uh, Yucky, I believe the name is. I'm not quite sure. I get them mixed up. You got Musk, Grimy, and Yucky. I mean, nice, nice, uh, consistent names there with that family. Okay, let's continue a few other things I want to get to. Unfortunately, McAfee's site is down. Here's a little bit of Metascript predictive programming for you. Just shows you the consistency in their messaging. Daily Telegraph, quote, we can't breathe and the whole world is silent. Myanmar begs for oxygen as COVID crisis worsens. See, we can't breathe. Uh, last year was the year of I can't breathe. It was the BLM I can't breathe. It was the COVID, I can't breathe, the need for ventilators. Then it was the right wing with the masks. We can't breathe because the masks. There was this reoccurring theme of not being able to breathe. And this was also accompanied by the global warming alarmism about the earth can't breathe, basically. Here's another one. A healthcare can't breathe. Here's one from Yahoo. It's hard to breathe. China flood terror as train carriage submerged. This inability to breathe is something that's been put out there in the zeitgeist as a, a more or less kind of a, a meme. Okay, they force meme it. Sort of like you have the, the inability to breathe being consistent with the idea of oppression. So you got chauvin, Western chauvinism kneeling on Floyd. It actually represents Western chauvinism uh, taking the air out of everything else. That's why they chose these names. These names are chosen advisedly. But when you get into the symbolic struggle here, I think they're trying to like I said, it's the zeitgeist, it's the spirit of the age, and the idea here is uh, the inability to breathe suggests oppression. And some have pointed out that there's an anagram built into I can't breathe, which is a better China, which probably is not a coincidence. And all of this was actually very consistent with a lot of the stories last year having to do with evergreen and the pine tree. In fact, Portland, if you caught this, in Portland, they actually banned pine trees as their mascot. They, there was a, here it goes, Portland school fears evergreens because the mascot is tied to lynching. So this was, again, one of these stories last year that was very prevalent. The, in the evergreen meme actually is kind of tailed on this, but the inability to breathe. And it even tied in, you know, like with the mask scenario and even with the 5G. The 5G phobics believe that the 5G towers would take the air out of your lungs. Now, let me bring up one more thing in this regard because I can't breathe. Well, you have um, a lot of celebrities were playing into this for some time. And I'm pointing this out because these are all narratives. This is narrative building. So here you have a track, I Can't Breathe, with Samuel Jackson, Mad Lion, KRS-One. This came out in 2016. Just This is just CIA rap, if you ask me, CIA music. They get into the culture. And then, and this was an interesting one, the day that Kobe Bryant crashed, there was a tweet by one of these influencers. His name was uh, Gary. I'll get the pronunciation of his name. But he tweeted out, I can't breathe. Immediately after the news broke, Gary Vaynerchuk. Right after the news broke that Kobe crashed, he put down, I can't breathe. And now the reason why this is significant, if you ask me, okay, Kobe, his last interview on earth while quote alive 
was with Stephen Jackson, the, quote, twin of George Floyd. So you have these individuals who are in a very small group, and it's the same set of memes, ideas, and symbols, and I think it's all code. I can't breathe this code for this revolution, if you ask me. It's kind of a rallying cry, but none of it is coincidental. So when I see these patterns coming out here, it's just saying, look, uh, I can't breathe is also applying to climate change, which is the new story today. Climate change lockdowns, which is what people are being acclimated to accept as a necessity. And yeah, it's just around the corner. Now, hey, with regards to the space race, the billionaire space race, it has not been very well received. And, you know, for some time I've been talking about how we're just looking at mystery Babylon, that we're all looking at fertility rights and that the reason why people are suddenly drawing attention to the resemblance between Bezos's rocket and you know what is because they had to put that out there in the zeitgeist because we're repeating the fertility right of Apollo 11 I mean it's on the anniversary on the anniversary of Apollo 11 Bezos goes up there and does his launch now look what I found it's from the Daily Caller. Elon Musk responding to a porn company making sex toys shaped like rockets. Now, I've been saying for some time that the reason why they named these things after the sun gods is for this exact reason. You know, Osiris, Saturn, um, even these various, like, falcon could be ascribed to Horus. But these are all uh, names of dead sun gods or gods of resurrection for a reason. Well, anyway, a company called cam soda has produced a product called the billionaire this is so disgusting series okay so they got a series of these rockets well one of them is actually called a uh, spacex as you can see here spacex a play on spacex and as i pointed out in the video cult of the obelisk a couple of years ago uh, that that phonetic resemblance is intentional and it all has to do with this cult and who they actually or what they're actually about. So nothing here is accidental. We analyze, these, we hyperanalyze these things because they're rituals more than anything. You know, Bezos' rocket launched at 9, 11 a.m. I mean, what is it with these specific numbers? I mean, again, coincidences, sure, once, twice, three times, but we're far beyond that. We're looking at uh, planning at a very deep level. A few other things I wanted to get to. All right, here we go. I have some links if you want the chat in the chat for Fauci. Uh, LeBron James is the first $1 billion man in the NBA. So there he is in the three comma club. Not a surprise there. His movie Space Jam just came out. Has some 113 symbolism, which is all about Earth being beyond repair, uh, needing to vacate. This was posted in my Discord server earlier. It's a juxtaposition of a scene from The Matrix and a scene from the Columbine shooting, a couple of movies that were popular quite a while ago, but groundbreaking stuff. But anyway, the Columbine production happened a couple of weeks after The Matrix, and it's identical. And people will say, well, life follows art. That, that's usually what people do. They say, oh, it's just a coincidence, or the artists are somehow picking up on things because they're prescient. And it's like, no, it's because 
you're looking at, well, CIA influencers, deep agents. This is, this to me is, is when you say deep state, I don't believe in the deep state, but there is a deeper level to things and it's at the level of total media control. I just happen to think that like QAnon, for example, if it's real, it's part of this world stage theater. I don't think it's separate, but we'll see. We'll know at midnight. We'll see what they release. Uh, Michigan Bigfoot crossing a river. I don't know if anybody saw this, but I watched the video and I remain convinced there's no way that's a deer. Saying it's Bigfoot and I'm not saying it isn't. This is obviously shot with a cell phone at 880 by 656 resolutions. It's Now what, what struck me about this one is whoever filmed it used such a, I don't know, they used like a flip phone. I mean, this, the camera quality is not all that good, but the battery died right after. I'm like, well, you could have just met this Bigfoot at the other side of the river. Could be something else. But that's in Michigan. So if you just look up Michigan Bigfoot, you'll see. All right, let us move on. Peter Thiel wants to inject himself with young people's blood. We were talking about Biden a minute ago admitting that they drink blood and hide bodies or people. Says the Silicon Valley billionaire sees blood transfusions as the way to radical life extension. Radical life extension. Okay, so his obsession for warding off death comes as no surprise that he's been interested in at least one radical way of doing it, injecting himself with a young person's blood. He says, I'm looking into parabiosis stuff, which I think is really interesting. This is where they did the young blood into older mice and found they had a massive rejuvenating effect. And so that's, that's one of these odd things where people have done these studies in the 50s and dropped it. And I think there are other things that have gone strangely unexplored. So if anybody's doing it, it's him. And this article is actually from 2016. So let's go ahead and take a look at Peter Thiel 2021. And let's see if these blood injections are helping. Has he aged appreciably? So here's a short clip. I just want to see if there's any indication. A little bit more sclerotic, less innovative over time. And, uh, and it's very hard to correct that. Okay, well, he's moving. He's very animated. I would say... If you have, uh, you know, some sort of, you know, giant uh, science, uh, yet some giant science... I don't know. I'm a little little divided on it. Um, he doesn't look like he's aged a bit in the last four years. Okay, Pete Shea says, I actually believe Bigfoot is a thing and ghosts and fairies. It's a mad world. Well, I'm interested in accounts of cryptids and whatever they are, but I still have high standards of evidence. You know, there is as much evidence, for example, for unicorns as there is for the space station. But people will consider, they'll still believe in the space station because they heard it from some authority or they know somebody who saw it or it's so easy to see there's an app. But I don't buy that because if something is so easy that anybody can do it, everybody would be doing it. And a lot of the times when you ask somebody, well, have you ever seen it? Their answer is no, but I know somebody who has. So there, there's this really poor argument in favor of believing in the orbiting space station, which is basically a lot of people have said that they've seen something. Well, that's the same argument they use for Bigfoot. A lot of people have claimed to have seen something. 
well, that's really just not an argument. You know, I, I tend to ignore that kind of stuff. Okay, so um, I already mentioned that Biden was uh, talking about drinking Way back 150 years ago. Drinking blood, but look, here's another one. He mentions 150 years ago. So what was Biden doing back um, 1870s? And he was already grown up by then, presumably, because he was on the Judiciary Committee. Way back 150 years ago, when I was chairman of the Judiciary Committee, we spent a lot of time working on... Again, that's your hologram in chief. Way back 150 years ago, when I was chairman of the Judiciary Committee, we spent a lot of time working on... Inexplicable. And then finally, this is something else that was sent to me today. This is a great find. This was posted in the Discord server by Misha. The Oklahoma bombing memorial has predictive programming for 9-11. One of the gates has the time 9:03 inscribed. Now, this is what's interesting about it. So the thing has the gates of time. It's a monument with twin bronze gates. And it has the moment of destruction, 902 at the entrance. And then it has 901 on the eastern gate to represent the last moment of peace. So you have the moment of the attack, 901. Or rather, the moment of peace. Then you have the moment of attack, 902. Well, then after the attack, when you begin the recovery, is 903. So it has 901, 902 on it. And then 903 meant recovery. And again, this is on the Oklahoma City Bombing Memorial, which kind of looks Twin Tower-ish. Now here's the significance. 903 is when the second tower was hit on 9-11. So you have twin gates, you have the 903, they do look kind of like the twin towers. And someone had pointed out, the commenter here said that the field of empty chairs looks like hundreds of mini towers. Uh, McVeigh was also executed 6-11, like I said, 2001, he was 33, meaning he was born in 68, the year of the Twin Towers construction beginning. Fascinating connections. Appreciate those of you who do the research and post links in our Discord server. It's one of the things that helps us to map out these bigger pictures and get a look at what we're actually seeing from afar, a big picture kind of look. Uh, so here's a meme which perfectly explains what's about to happen, what is happening. This is Klaus Schwab. The pandemic isn't working anymore. Go ahead and start the cyber attack. So I do expect more of that. Now, hopefully it doesn't happen uh, before we get McAfee's dead man switch. So subscribe if you haven't. I'll be covering the reveal. And again, the dead man switch is supposed to be tonight. The website that it's on is down. It's BritBongLogPost.com, but I'm sure you'll find it. It'll get back on if I'm on my own website. You can find the link to the live video, which is going to be where something's going to be dropping. Maybe McAfee will be on there, so we'll see. Anyway, thanks for hanging out. I'm going to be returning to the 24-7 stream. This is the ninth episode of the Auto Hoaxer Revolution podcast.